This episode is brought to you by Blueprint Renovate Program, the program designed to create space in your firm to cultivate mindset change through what you do every day. Visit blueprinthq.com.au slash contact to start the conversation. So here's the question. In an industry where the rules were written over a century ago and the world of business that we work in keeps changing, how do accountants like us grow our business and its people to their full potentials, stay agile and keep ahead of the game? How do we build scalable businesses, create working cultures no one wants to leave, win new clients, stop trading hours for dollars and establish ourselves as the client's central advisors? That's the question and this show explores the answers. Welcome to the In Demand Accountant. I'm your host, Sam Dean, and I'm on a mission to transform and modernize the accounting industry and help ambitious accountants like yourselves double your revenues, work less hours, and enjoy life even more. Stay tuned and enjoy some brave conversations. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I hope this finds you exceptionally warm and well and this excitement. Warm for all of those my friends over in the States who are particularly cold at the moment and a bit cool for all the people over in Australia where we actually experience a bit of a um, heat wave right now as well. So today I want to continue on the theme of planning and also continue on the people theme with a bit of a slant. Last week we went through the ability to actually include our teams in planning And this week, I really want to drill down on actually planning on how we can keep our teams. What we're seeing and what I'm getting super concerned about at the moment in the accounting industry is that we're losing a lot of people and particularly the younger ones between 20 and, you know, 35 and also particularly women as well. But when I had my interview with Esther, she mentioned, you know, quite a a number of her friends leaving. And we're also interviewing younger accountants who have either had issues in their career or have gone from one firm to the next and and why they left one firm. And a couple also who have left the firm entirely. And I'm also hearing things like this when we do the staff interviews as part of the Renovate program. And what's interesting is, and it comes back to the hamster wheel situation that we're talking about, we're so busy particularly as leaders, whether it be senior accountants or partners, that when we're actually doing review work and stuff, we are actually just, you know, throwing reviewing or even sometimes perhaps redoing that the work that's coming from us from junior accountants. And what happens in these situations is they're kind of getting the feedback but without the connection or out the learning as well. I know that when I was learning and it was a significant time ago, and so I'm not sure if things have changed and would love to get anybody's feedback on it. But when I really, you know, my best learning was when I sat down with partners and went through and we used to, I had a partner who used to actually create that space. So we used to actually sit down on a very regular basis, two or three times a week in the afternoon and go through the jobs and have a bit of a learn as well. Now, I understand that things are much faster now and the hamster wheel but this is actually much more, you know, beneficial and creates time because it then, you know, grows those people um, particularly faster. 
I know that when I did eventually shift across to a new firm sort of 10 years in, I was also the victim of the review sheets. And it was always my goal to have no reviews and I'd have pages of it. And sometimes those review notes weren't even valid. They were more thinking out loud, if you like. And, you know, even I had 10, 12 years experience by that stage and, you know, most of my jobs were reasonably clean. It was still a bit disheartening because I didn't get the feedback personally either. And we've had this every time we've spoken to someone who's actually left either a firm or that this is one of the highlighted reasons. And so there's no time for proper training, development and mentoring. Some of the feedback, we do have technical training each week, but it wasn't really relevant. So sometimes they would have training on and PD, but on high level stuff. So 7A and stuff that they weren't really seeing. And there wasn't enough. And there was really a lack of communication around jobs. Now, we aren't entirely to blame for this. Obviously, as more senior people, we are not actually trained by our mentors or leaders previously on how you do this and how you do this really well. As I said, I was very fortunate to have that. And I saw some great examples, you know, as I move into that bigger firm as well on what really worked and, you know, what mentoring worked. And it was definitely that regularity face-to-face. And that's not to say people should drop in and expect that. It has to be structured and it has to be very clear. We also haven't really had the training of how to have effective feedback either way. It's very uncomfortable to give feedback and also, obviously, to receive feedback. So people don't actually feel safe around coming to us as leaders and saying, look, I'm really confused. I'm not feeling that I'm getting enough training or whatever that might be. And then just as equally for us, it's like we haven't had that structure. How can we safely have conversation? And then I think the third element to it, of course, is that we don't have the time and space. And, you know, we're super busy and we're doing things at night and we're at the back of call of our clients all the time and sometimes our stuff goes last. So these are the things that we need to look at and we need to actually create time in our days to do this because the future of our businesses and to a certain extent our industry is looking at that. So, you know, feedback super important and as I mentioned last week, we will update and do the difficult conversations and there will be a whole section in feedback training around that as well. Another thing that's really happening you know, with our teams and how we might be able to plan for our teams and some of the frustrations that I'm seeing in leaders is that, and we, I'm hearing, I hear this a lot across the board in our staff interviews and both times came up. It was particularly apparent when we were interviewing somebody the other day who I think actually really structured it well. And I used to see, hear this feedback back in the larger firm as well when we were asking people why you didn't want to become partners and why the, the ownership track wasn't for them. And it was very much different languages, but a perception that you'll sacrifice lifestyle and you will work significant hours. And that might not be a suitable path for people who have outside interests and stuff. And I certainly was guilty of this as well. I used to work huge hours. And then, you know, some of the feedback from some of the younger staff was definitely, I don't want to be unhealthy. And frankly, a lot of us at that stage were, you know, significantly overweight, stressed, etc. And they were seeing that. For women in particular, it's like I actually don't see myself there. There's not a lot of women at the top of partnership levels for various reasons. 
I'm not going to get into that today, but certainly we'll let you in a later episode. But so, you know, when you have this sort of thing happening, and even the guys too are saying, well, you know, there must be more. Also, I think, you know, and we've touched on this before, and in the next couple of episodes, we'll do planning around our health and time as well, which is the same thing, is that we need to really be mindful of the, as leaders as to what where because we are what people aspire or don't in, the, in some ways aspire to be. So these are all sort of symptoms of the same cause, if you like, that we don't have time and how do we make ourselves more, have more time and space in this very much hours-driven world. And this is how we, as we said before, become the disruption. And, you know, one of the significant things that we said, and, and again, I'll go back to the five-year-plus graduate that we were talking about, is that if she had a magic wand, what would it be? And her answer was around taking the stress around the industry. And this is how we need to start taking the stresses and everything out of our industry. We need to get more efficient and effective of what we do and around, you know, renovating that days and making us super efficient. And we need to do that one step at a time and start with it every day. If you go back to some of the previous around the renovations, we step into how you can actually do that. And it also goes back into, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, is, you know, not having to work those extra hours and work less. We also, you know, because of this and we don't have the scalability and we don't have that, you know, the different styles of products and business model that we need, you know, some of them look at our industries, particularly early on, and do go to other industries because of the pay rate. So these are things that we need to undo. For sure, that's a problem. And for sure, there's an absolute valid reason for it. And, and I'm very aware of those, obviously, because of pricing, etc., for clients. So we need to really go out again to our clients and ask them what they want. This all is about creation of time. And we need to, you know, really spend time to do that. So the two main points I'm trying to make in this section of, of the people point is that we need to find time to train and develop our staff and mentoring, and if you can't do themselves, I would love to talk to you about it because we are developing some programs that actually will help with this, particularly with the more human skills or soft skills, as we call them, and how we can actually create the communication skills, the feedback skills and everything for staff that we might not have or have facilities to to actually plan for and to take the time to really connect with our up-and-coming staff so that they do stay, and then also start planning. We can't get off the hamster wheel. We can't start planning for a better, less stressful industries to be better examples as leaders unless we really start looking at how we're going to actually do that and, and create the time, even is if you, you know we only spend an hour or two on it, we have to find way, different ways to do this. So we do have solutions for this. We'd love you to give us a call and have a conversation about it or email at sam at blueprinthq.com.au. Absolutely willing to jump on because this is all about making sure the longevity of our industry for all the people who are at the helm and then also for the next generation of staff and ultimately too remember we need the next generation of staff in and because they're going to bring also the next generation of clients so the longevity of the industry in a way 
does depend on this. And also without that incoming staff, we're not going to be able to take the stress off it as well. One of the areas that we have been helping people with, particularly seniors and partners, is actually drilling down on the reviewing stage of the jobs. So next week I want to really jump on this and give a bit of a how-to and a solution. So while we need to do start planning, we also need, which we've covered and, and how you might be able to do that in a couple of the previous episodes, to really start developing on the planning around the people is to look at, you know, part of the job that takes us the most time and that is reviewing. So next week we're going to really look at that, drill down, get a little bit practical on what you might be able to look at there, which is so important so we can help develop the staff so these issues won't happen going into the future. So once more, thank you so much for your time today. And as always, as previous said, would love to talk to you and be brave and continue the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. To check out more information on all things Sandine and Blueprint, go to the website blueprinthq.com.au and remember, continue the conversation and be brave. See you next time.